0: Black people in a whole don't really respect the whole therapy field. Yeah, they don't. It's a growing field. They kind of shun it. They do. Yeah.
1: But they started to realize that if you don't, if you look left and right, people are dying from it. I mean, people, Robin Williams, Whitney Houston, yeah. um, Heath Ledger, Michael yeah. Jackson, the list go on and on and on. Yeah. People that you look from from afar, you look like, damn, I want that life. Now realizing they're going through a lot of stuff in their life. Mm-hmm. And the, so the money, the fame cannot save them from their mental health issues. So if you don't take care of your mental health, You're gonna suffer from it what
0: name of this show i talk great i talk great are you a business owner entrepreneur entertainer and you got a story to tell you want to get your brand out there to the world where you reach the right place let's set up an exclusive interview between me and you i talk great and we're going to go ahead and get your brand out there to the world but hear what you do Go ahead and send me an email with the words gray at media at gmail.com. See you soon. Y'all already know what it is. It's Mr. Williams with the iTalk Gray podcast. Man, I got a heavy hitter in the building. Hold on, hold on. I got a... Dr. Jeff Rocker. What's going on, brother? Uh, living the dream as always, my brother. Yes, of course, man. How you doing?
1: Oh, man, life is good. Life is great, man. I've been blessed.
0: Man, I'm so sure. Man, we've been running into each other for a minute now. We was been supposed to get this going.
1: Long overdue, trust me. Yeah, man.
0: I just saw you the other day at the heels of motivation.
1: Oh man. What
0: brought you out there?
1: Uh, you know Teresa, man. I gotta support her and her events, man. She's doing big things in the community. So I definitely come out there and support my girl.
0: Okay, okay. That's mm-hmm. what's up, man. Yo, you be all over <laughs> the place, man. I ain't even gonna front. It'd be
1: hard to catch up with you, man oh man, the grind don't stop, man I would say you gotta travel with a purpose, my brother
0: Nah, facts, facts, facts But I'm so glad that you're here, man You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta put the, the doctor, right? Got to, man PhD
1: I work hard for it Yeah,
0: bro, okay <laughs> So let's start from the beginning, right? Okay Tell us who you were before the doctor <sighs> Give so, us a little brief snippet.
1: So for those of you who don't know, I got, of course, I got my bachelor's, master's, and doctorate. So before the doctor, I got my master's in mental health counseling. So I was doing a little bit of, of therapy within the community. And I was doing mm-hmm. something called hip-hop therapy with the kids. And for those of you who don't know, that's where I teach kids about mental health through the use of hip-hop. Okay. And I, you know, that joint was blowing up, and we were having fun. We was dancing. We was rapping. And it got a lot of buzz here in the South Florida area. Mm-hmm. And I get a call from, surprisingly, by someone, of course, you all know, named Taraji P. Henson you know she, what yeah she saw it she loved it you know of course she loved the idea so she invited me out to her conference mm-hmm. in dc of course i presented the hip-hop therapy and then from there it was up ever since
0: wow yo that's amazing man yeah I was, hip-hop therapy
1: yeah you never know who's watching
0: yeah no big facts yeah so you still doing that now or you get oh, it oh man because <laughs> i'm about to say
1: hip-hop now you no know, hands
0: on your knees. <laughs> hands on your I don't know how we gonna
1: use
0: I guys I love I mean it's riding though. It's riding though. But I don't know how yeah, but I don't know how we're gonna use it for therapy.
1: Oh man, it's it's very interesting, man. Hip hop is very universal. So whether you like okay. it or you don't, man, music is powerful. It's, it's no yes, facts. It's definitely healing to say the least.
0: Well, uh, I think it depends on what kind of music you're listening to. Right. Because hip hop nowadays, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's not really the most. I mean, I wouldn't really want my kids to be listening to some of this stuff that's going on.
1: I mean, listen, there's a, there's a song for everybody. You know? OK. It may not be the most songs of hip hop you may like, but there's a song for you. If you need something motivational, there's a song for that. You yeah. something a little ratchet. There's a song for you, but there's a little uh, bit no, of everything. ratchet. You, you, sometimes you need that.
0: OK, OK. Mm-hmm. Well, explain when you would need the ratchet then.
1: That's your preference, of course. Everybody, that's that's all it comes back to. What's your preference? What you're Mm -hmm. looking for? Because, listen, if you're at the club, you're trying to turn up, you need something just to bring you back into that mode where you're at peace but having fun, then you're going to listen to those type of music. But if you're somewhere like you're trying to grind, Mm -hmm. working, you're trying to make your money, Mm -hmm. you need a movie that's motivational, you know? Mm -hmm. So it all depends what you're looking for in that time. Because I don't think that you're one way every way. So, okay, the way you're in the club is going to be different the way you're in a board meeting. And so the music that you listen to is going to be very different as well.
0: Mm. Okay, okay.
1: You got to have balance. Got to. That's the name of the game.
0: Okay. But seeing how, like, you're so much in the public eye, right? Yeah. You're kind of like a public figure. Do you feel like you got to be all Dr. Martin Luther King? Like, you can't make a mistake?
1: Oh, hell no. Listen, this this is how I got here because I've been so relatable. Okay. People get to see, of course, the, all the the accolades, the mm-hmm. credentials. But they also see, like, yo, I saw this man in the club the other day. You know, he t- he turned up. He popping bottles too. You feel me? So okay, I like to turnt. have fun. Listen, I got like to have fun. Okay, because my main mission has always been, I need more black doctors in this field. And one of the reasons mm. why we don't have them because this field is a field where it doesn't, it's not cool. It's not relatable. Yeah, you know. So when you can see someone that you could look like, like, damn, he looked just like me. He came from the same neighborhood as me, and yet he's doing all this. Yes, I could do that too. Okay. Just like you saw a black president, now you like, I could be a black doctor too. Yeah, no mm-hmm. facts.
0: But why do you think things that are actually good for us, right, and healthy for us are considered boring?
1: Like, man, you are lame. Like, are uh, you eating broccoli? Well, first of all, broccoli, those, listen, the healthy things are more expensive. So yeah. money is a problem, but also being relatable, my brother, because mm-hmm. if you see, like, the people that you look up to, if you see them eating broccoli, guess what yeah. you're going to do? You do eat broccoli too. The thing is, we don't promote what's healthy on the social media platforms. We, mm-hmm. brought all, we promote all what's unhealthy because that's what people tend to gravitate to. Yeah. I think I talked to, um, I'm Revolt, I was talking to G Herbal. Okay. He was telling me that, yo, I just put music that people love to hear. So if you want to hear the trap music, I'm going to put music out there that's trap music. But if, if you want to hear that about healthy ways to do things, then I could, I could put more music about that.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. But do you think the artist should take some form of accountability because at the end of the day, what the music and they're projecting is really detrimental to most people's mindset. Even though, yeah, we may want to turn up a bit because some people may not know how to turn it off. They may still be want to turn up on a Tuesday. You see what I'm saying? Because they didn't turn it off from Saturday night. So, how do you think the artist should look at that?
1: This, I can't put it on any one person. You know? Okay. Like we all got to be held accountable because at the end mm. of the day, it's a, it takes a village. To, as you know, to raise a child, it takes a village to raise everybody in this community. So everybody yes. has a role to play. Whether it be the artist, whether it be me, whether it be you, this mm-hmm. platform, everybody has a role to play in this.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I like what you just said. It, it, it takes a village. It does. I think we kind of lost that, though, because when you see some of these kids now, I and mean, you're like, yo, hey, you ain't my daddy. So how do you think? Like, what do you think about that?
1: I may not be your daddy, but I'm, I'm probably your, a role model to you. Okay. And that's, and that's why it goes back to you never know who's watching. You know, mm. there's, there's kids out there where I know. Listen, I grew up born and raised in Miami. I went to North Miami Beach. Where okay. My dream. I never thought about being a doctor. That was never in the atmosphere for me to be a doctor. My plan, like most inner city black kids, was to play ball. I thought I was, I was going to, go to the NBA. I was about to make millions. Okay. That was my way to get out the hood. I never thought I'd be a doctor. as a, a part of my plan. But as I went through life, mm-hmm. I started to think, you know what? Once I realized, like, well, first of all, let me just say, once I realized I wasn't going to the NBA, that's the okay. first thing. Okay. <laughs> I had to pivot. Okay. And that pivot, I was like, what can I do to, A, make a lot of money, B, make an impact? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, you know, maybe being a doctor in this field of mental health, because while I was growing up, the only people, people that I was doing this with people like a Dr. Phil. And, okay. And I know the people that I look up to or people I relate to, they would never go to a person that looks like or acts like a Dr. Phil. No facts. But they're more likely to go to someone who looks like me to help them. But yeah. But there's not enough of us in this field, so that's what people tend to deal with the issues by themselves. Mm. And that's how they get in trouble, and then they do some crazy shit, and then yeah, they yeah, say, yeah. You no, know, now they're on the news for doing something that they ain't supposed to be doing.
0: No facts. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So you say when you realized that you wasn't going. Yeah. What made you realize that you wasn't going? Because you look kind of swole, bro. Like you're supposed to be in the NFL or, you know what I'm saying? Listen, UFC, something, or UCF or whatever. All the
1: above. Yeah. (laughs) So, what's my coach? You know, he gave me some opportunity. He said, Listen, you're not going to get a scholarship of college. What's your plan? I was like, Oh, shit. You lying. Because I've been playing. What grade was this, though? (sighs) Uh, I would say as a junior in college, so eleventh really? grade. Yeah, he's, he was. Was well, you nice like that? Like how do, you, how do you I do believe you? I was nice, but you yeah, know, I wasn't getting no calls. So when you can't get no calls, you know, sometimes that's a you know that, that's a, like a eye opener. Like yo, what's next? Because mm. you if your plan has always been this is going to be your plan to make it out, and your yeah. plan's not, it's not making sense right now, you got to find a different route. So, okay. So at that point, I had to do a lot of reflecting. Okay. You know, and I reflect, I was like, yo, what's needed. And what's achievable and what can make what can make a bigger impact in the community. And that's mm-hmm. where I led to being in the field of therapy.
0: But what did you see in the community, right, that said, okay, I could be a doctor because being a doctor is just as I mean, I mean you only you would know, but I would feel like that's just as challenging as going into the NBA. Oh yeah, no. Because <laughs> I mean, brother, you look like Twenty six. No, so all that. I For, mean,
1: forever young, my brother. Forever young. Black don't cry.
0: <laughs> I see. So it's like, did you ever feel like, you know, you had to kind of prove your credentials because you look so young?
1: Um, I think no matter where you're at life, you always gotta prove yourself. Okay. Because you always, you had people wanna challenge you, people gonna yeah. try you, people who think that you know, for whatever it is, they're, they're looking for rays to bring you down, but you don't mm-hmm. let that stop you. That's what I said. You've been working, you've been seeing me for for many years now. Yeah. And as you said, I've been going up, and there's always going to be people trying to pull you down, but you don't let that stop you. So that's why I've been licensed in 22 states, because let people know that it's, I'm not just local, I'm not, I'm not just, you know, big in Florida, but yeah. I'm here across the country. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing United States. All, Hold on, let's go ahead and clap that up. Let's real go. Quick. Hey. You know, because I want to, first of all, I want to give people access to me. That's one of yes. the reasons why I want to be licensed in multiple states, but also, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, do bigger things on a, a global scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, bro, when I saw that, I ain't even going to lie. I was like, man, this man is all over United States. <laughs> but I'm not even going to front. Yes, the black don't crack, but you look young as hell. So I'm thinking like, okay, he had to get Dr. Umar. You know, you know, they don't believe him. He's a psychiatrist <laughs> at all. <laughs>
1: you know <laughs> Like,
0: you got to show those credentials. You got
1: to. You got to.
0: So, okay. You graduated high school, right? You went to college. Yeah. Okay, so what was next for you? Like, were you just good straight out the gate? Like, how long did it take you to kind of get in your swag? Oh.
1: Uh, and you're talking about therapy, right? Yes. So, man, listen, if you think about it, now, that shit hurts. Because when I graduated, I remember, I would never forget my first job mm-hmm. with a master's degree. Mm-hmm. I was making about 32000 a year. With a master's degree? With a master's motherfucking degree. Damn. So when I tell you that shit hurt me, because I'm thinking I'm about to make millions, I'm about to make some money, I'm about to so you're gonna be bling bling. I'm gonna live the life. Okay. Nah, reality check: We don't make money. You no. know? On a on a national traditional average level, we do not make a lot enough enough money as it is. We on the scale with a
0: master's degree.
1: Listen, I'm trying to tell you, my brother, we on the same page, almost like teachers. And I, to be a teacher, of course, you probably just need a bachelor's degree. We got mm-hmm. masters. We all right on the same scale. So that's why at that point, once I saw it, I was like, no, this can't be my life. Especially okay. living in South Florida, you know, it's yeah. expensive down here. Yeah, yeah. So thir- especially now, so thirty-two thousand a year. I don't know where you're going to be living that probably been a hole in the wall, but even nah, facts. not down here. So I had to figure out what can I do mm-hmm. to get paid mm-hmm. and live the lifestyle that I want to live because I want to live good. If I work hard, so I want to live good to, yes. as I should. So yeah. I, that's why I decided to work with the clients that I've been working with, is of course, celebrities and people of high status.
0: Okay. But doing my due diligence, you started off or are you still in like marriage and family? Yes. What made you start off with that?
1: Well, actually my master's is in mental health counseling and mm-hmm. my, my doctor is in marriage and family therapy. Okay. So I want to get all phases of the therapy realm and just be able to help you in all all sides of things.
0: Okay. So there was no like your childhood then? Like what was that like? Did that have any did that have any influence in you wanting to get into like marriage and family? Uh, like, where are you from, from,
1: like, your background? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm a Zoe for life, my G, so... Okay, sapasé? Nah, bule, we in the buildings. Hey, qu'y Oh, we bien. Okay. Be in. So, so yeah. were you born
0: there and came over here, or were you born here? Born and raised in Miami. Okay, so your your mom and your dad is from
1: yeah. Haiti? Yes, they are. Okay,
0: okay, mm-hmm. so what's your favorite Haitian dish? Oh, man, gicole. Gicole, okay. Yeah, man, I be liking that banana, you know what I'm saying? Or
1: grill. Well,
0: I used to, but... When it kind of, you know, when you hit like 40, oh, the digestive system don't, you know, okay. work the same.
1: Ooh, I ain't there yet, so I got a couple <laughs> of years before then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro,
0: I even going in front. When you hit the 40, oh, I was like, ah, damn, okay, oh, it tastes man. good. Don't get me wrong. It does. But if it ain't going down, no, yeah. It's a can, wrap. It, no, facts. <laughs> so do you feel your upbringing played a part in your decision to want to deal with marriage and family?
1: Um, I would say my upbringing... Led me to the decision of being a doctor because as you know, in Caribbean families—that's the only couple of fields you got: your doctor, yeah, nurse, facts. lawyer, engineer. Yeah. So although they put it out there, I never thought that was achievable. You know, you, they talk about it, you hear about it, but you know, you talk about being a doctor. You're like, when you actually going through the process, like this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. Not only is hard, but it's not for everybody. No facts. So, if, but if you want, if you work hard, you you want to bad into which I did, because like I, I I had an idea with the lifestyle I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. To get there, I have to achieve this, and that's how I get to where I'm at today.
0: Okay, so you was able to say, okay, the marriage and family is cool. I was doing that, right? But then now, the the more celebrity kind of status, or the celebrity realm is what brings you to the lifestyle that you really want.
1: Well, that and also that's my passion. Because for those of you who don't know, I, I used to act back in the day. Really? I used to model. I'm a musician. Of okay. course, I used to play ball. So all these are personal uh, passion of mine. So I said, how can I take what I'm passionate about ah. and, and put it into something I'm doing for a living, which is doing therapy? Yes. So I, I decided to take all of that, put it together, which is now allows me to be a celebrity therapist and work for people in the entertainment industry.
0: Okay, so you used to... What, what kind of... Part of the music industry you were You was rapping? You was singing?
1: Oh, I'm using piano and drums. What? I was a, actually in a marching band too.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. Yeah, so
1: buddy. you just never know what somebody's doing. You don't, man. Then, the little acting gigs, you know, here, I, I, TV show Ballers. I was on a um, movie. I think I saw that, Ballers. Yeah. Okay. And, and then the movie Baywatch with The Rock. What? Using Baywatch? Yeah, so I do a little bit of everything. And then, of course, the more recent one, or the latest one, was the damn rap shit with Issa Rae.
0: Okay, that's yeah. dope, man. So what would be like your ultimate role you could see yourself playing? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who
1: would, would you be playing oh, it or I would gotta, you have somebody else play? Oh, I got to be playing my role, man. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, we got to see that when it come out, man.
1: Oh, Sooner than later. Okay, okay. That's
0: what's up, man. So, all right. So you, you, you said the celebrity part, right? Yeah. That was what you was doing. Oh, that's what you're doing currently? Correct. Okay. So is there really such a thing called Hollywood talk? When you get hit with that, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to call you. You know, it's that Hollywood talk, you know what I'm saying, where you don't ever hear from them again or they give you the other number, number, number.
1: Um, you know, I've been blessed where I've never been able to experience that directly. But, of course, okay. there's a lot of people like that. But for those who, who get those type of responses, it's because they don't believe in who you are. And, mm. and so I say you always got to constantly prove yourself. So when I'm meeting people for the very first time, you know, I can meet a Jay-Z today now, I'm going to respect Jay-Z, but I let Jay-Z know you got to respect me, too. Okay. You know, you're big in your field, and I'm big in my field, so you got, you must respect what I do for a living, just because okay. I respect you. So, when you come and respect him like that, they're going to look at you very differently. They're going to mm. realize, like, you know, I got to come correct with this man. I can't treat him like he's somebody on the street, and I got to treat him like he's he's good at what he's doing. He's a professional, yeah. and he's serious about what he does for a living.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. No, I can feel that, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you get in the limelight sometimes, they could- Kind of little bro, you. Yeah, what they say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because oh, uh, I feel like our generation, and not even just our generation, black people in a whole don't really respect the whole therapy field. It,
1: they don't. It's a growing kind of shun it. They do. Yeah, but they started to realize that if you don't, if you look left and right, people are dying from it. I mean, people, Robin Williams, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Um, Heath Ledger, Michael yeah. Jackson, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. People that you look from, from afar, you look like, damn, I want that life. Now realizing they're going through a lot of stuff in their life. Mm-hmm. The, so the money, the fame cannot save them from their mental health issues. So if you don't take care of your mental health, you're going to suffer from it.
0: No, facts. Mm-hmm. I guess when people just hear the word mental, they think in a like, straitjacket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or the <laughs>
1: exorcist. <actresses>. People <laughs> climbing the wall. Yeah. Clean. Nah, that's not it, man. And it's like, it. bro,
0: you've been through something.
1: We all need it, my brother. We all need that mental health checkup. I say every year people get the physical checkup, Mm -hmm. so every year we should get the mental health checkup as well.
0: Nah, big facts. Mm -hmm. Get that mental health checkup, man. Okay, so your name is
1: Axe Jeff, right? All day.
0: So who is Jeff asking questions?
1: Ooh, you know, listen, one thing about me, I'm big on my family support system, so Mm -hmm. I I ask my brother, my family, loved ones, you know. I can't do this by myself, you know, because, of course, I'm in the field where, People come to me with their issues. Yeah. You know, so all I hear is negativity all day throughout the day when I'm working. So when, fact. I, so when I'm off the clock, I make sure I'm off the clock. Off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't 24-7. And then, of course, lean on the people that, that cares about me as much, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So seeing that you came from the marriage and family, right? Are you married?
1: Um. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what's
0: up. Because I would figure, okay, if you're going to give advice on marriage, you know, and you would have to be married. How long have you been married?
1: A couple of years now.
0: couple of years. Well, congratulations thank on that. You, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's go ahead and, you know, the <laughs> man is married, right? So nobody in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, okay. So there's a lot of, I would say, propaganda going on around about marriage now, right? So what would you say is some of the secret sauces to a happy marriage?
1: Uh, of course, I, I will go to the cliche with the communication, but I would just say a level of understanding. Mm. because you know everybody's different and you have to understand that the way you want things to work for you that your partner may say very differently and that's okay you just like okay. you have to find out what works for the relationship on both sides of things okay and that's more and that's more powerful than anything else
0: okay mm-hmm. what works for you is necessarily might not work for the other person
1: yeah. and that's okay okay mm-hmm. i mean i hear people say that like well this works for us but like bro you could barely walk <laughs> so clearly it ain't working mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so how would you speak to that no, you know, it, here's the thing. Everybody want to fit everybody into a bracket or a box. That mm-hmm. A marriage should look like this. It should look like that. Our relationship should look like this. It should look yeah. like that. That's not real life, my brother. Mm-hmm. The, the more successful ones are the ones that do it and will do it what makes them happy and, and fit whatever bracket they fit that, that fits for them. Okay. which each that fits society standards and traditions and culture, that's when you start getting in trouble. That's when you start getting into heartbreaks and headaches and frustration and anger and everything else. So do what's best for you and your relationship, and that's all that matters. Block out all the outside noise and everything else because people are always gonna judge it, people are always gonna yeah. dictate oh no, this is the right way, this is the wrong way. It doesn't matter. The right way is what you believe is the right way for your relationship.
0: Okay, okay, I feel that man. You know what I'm saying? What you believe. Yes. So in your marriage, right, before you got married, did you take your wife to any of those forbidden places? Oh, uh, let me read out some of them. Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle. Chipotle be busting. I don't know why they tripping. But, you know, that list was going around on where not to take a woman.
1: Uh, definitely cheesecake. She loves cheesecake. So, <laughs> you know. But, you know, listen, I'm all about having a good time. I always say yeah. it's a nice walk in the park. It be the best time ever. It all depends who you're doing it with. No facts. So if you, uh, you're trying to judge these different restaurants and everything, it doesn't even matter. If you have a good person that you're with and you're having a good time, that's all that matters.
0: Okay. No. I would believe so too, mm-hmm. because I feel like when you take a female just straight to the five star restaurant, it's a lot of reactivity going on yeah. there, and she's not really seeing you, the real person. So it's like you're getting her excited with all these things and champagne, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Once you get into the relationship and all that dies down, or maybe you have a hard month, she like, yo, what's up? Who are we going to roof, Chris? And I'm like, damn, I can't afford it right now.
1: You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'd rather take a person to something like a library, throw them off, you know, and just. A library? Yeah. yeah. Because you think in a library, well, what can we do? Talk. And that's all I want us to do is talk. And then that's when you get to learn a person. We could do the restaurants every day. We could do the extravagant stuff yeah. later, the traveling around the world. But I'll take you to the nice place where all I want to do is just talk to you. And I want you to talk to me so you get to know me. And then we could, I can get to know each other. See, can this work? And what's the future it holds for us? Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. No, I, see, that's grown man-ish. See, ladies? It's okay to go to Starbucks. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Right? So I got another question for you. Sure, right? what's up? Do, do you think the idea of a woman staying home now and the man bringing home the bacon, is that an outdated model or can that still survive in today's demographics?
1: Anything can survive depending if you have an understanding about each other's roles. You know, like I said, once again, we're not going to fit into t- today's society. So, okay. If you would like the traditional route, go that traditional route as long as you and your partner are understand each other, what that looks like and what that entails. If that works for you guys, guess what, that works. If it doesn't, change it up. Don't be afraid to change it up because now some people who are all old school can't relate to, the, to the, today's world doing things. Something. Yeah. If today's world is telling you, yo, it takes two incomes to make it, make it way, That's shit, you need to work, you feel and that's okay. Yeah. So you do what needs to be done to make sure that you have a happy household.
0: No, facts. Because mm-hmm. I'm all okay for the so-called traditional way, right? Yeah. But I feel like a lot of these new age women, they just want to stay home and scroll on their phone. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, if I'm out getting the bacon, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to come home and there's no bacon.
1: Ah, listen, that's for the, you talking about the ones who stay at home? Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, I, I can't, if I can't. we're going to go in that role... I can defend that. Then see, every <laughs> listen, everybody, everybody got a role to play. So yeah, you, make sure you play the role because listen, it takes a foundation to keep a house up standing up. But it also takes to stand up every pillar because every pillar plays a role to keep a house standing up. Feel me? So no facts. If it's working for you, then it's work. If it's cleaning for you, it's taking care of the kids or protecting the house. So everybody got a role, and you got to play the role right because any missing role, the house is gonna crumble.
0: Facts, big facts. Okay, so what would you say to? A client that, well, there's two clients, right? Okay, talk to me. One of them is coming from the traditional, great family mm-hmm. house, white picket fence, okay. mommy and daddy, siblings, backyard, right? Yeah. The other family is this more side kids, right? Just mom, dad is there every now and again when he can, you know what I mean? But both of the kids don't like the dad. They're looking at each other's side like, hey, I wanted what you have.
1: I wanted what you had.
0: How could you, like, speak to that on a psychological level?
1: About the kids not liking their dads?
0: Yeah, and wanting what each other has. Like, oh, man, you lived with him, but the other kid is like, shit, you could have been took his ass because I didn't want to live with him. I wanted what you had because you got the Nikes and the the Xbox and the PlayStation and, you know, all the things that's deemed, like, better now in society.
1: I think it goes back to you want to make sure when you're raising your kids, you, you come from a healthy household and, and create those standards for your house. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, people tend to get jealous and envy. Envy, those two things like kill is a lot of relationships. Yeah. And of course, a lot of family households. So when you have kids and, you, of course, you have a two-parent household, you want to make sure you're, you're balancing the love that you give out to the kids as evenly as possible. Now, everything can't be as 50-50 or, f- or however evenly you try and divide it, but you got to try your best and teach them to – the more important things about life, not just about the materialistic stuff, but what people need to know to get through the life struggles. Because that's the thing that people don't get taught enough is that how do you get through the hard, or the hardships of life? Yeah. Because you know the good parts. You know what to do. You know, go to school, go to work, you know. But well, how, how do you get through a breakup? How do you get through, you know, grief and loss? Yeah, Those yeah. type of things. And those are the type of conversations you need to have with your kids. Because yeah. life, when it hits... It's going to hit you. It's going to hit you all of us hard. Like
0: an uppercut in the it, gut. It does. But, the, yeah.
1: but it's not about if it's going to hit you. It's about how do you plan on getting back up from that. Facts, facts. And that's what separates people who are mentally stable and people who are not so mentally strong yeah. to deal with those type of issues.
0: Yeah. No, you're right, man. Because, like, me personally, my daughter, she lived in New York, right? Mm. And I would bring her here every summer to visit me because that's what the courts gave me. Mm. But when she came here, like, older, you know, as she got older, sorry, as she got older, she was just telling me about things of how she was feeling about me not being around. But my first response was like, what? I flew your at here on first class. Da, 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 da. So I had to learn real quick. You can do all those things for your child, right? Take them to Paris, Africa, whatever the hell. It don't matter. And they would tell you, man, I was just trying to chill with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I tell parents all the time: you have to pay attention to what the child is actually wanting versus giving them the things probably psychologically that you probably wanted. Because sometimes these kids don't even want all that extravagant stuff.
1: Being present means so much more than money. Yeah, facts. And so for a kid, they need their dad, they need their moms in within the household so because you guys get to teach them how to navigate through life. Yeah, you know, if not, they're gonna have to learn. They're gonna have to learn it through social media. And as you see, nothing <laughs> social media is a dangerous place to learn a lot of things. You know. Man.
0: Who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> I think social media can mess you up real quick. It can. So what would you say is the role of the father in the household?
1: You know what? I go back and forth on this because mm-hmm. we go to the traditional way, being a leader, being a protector. But mm-hmm. I want you just do what's best for your family and for whatever that may be for your family. Because mm-hmm. I need I a need flexibility for the man and the woman because – I don't want to put these um, these simplistic roles on any one person because you never know is that going to work for your family at that time. Yeah. You know, yes, people say be the leader, provider. okay. I, that could happen in most cases, but I mean it happen in all cases. There's gonna be times where you're gonna be the one possibly being at home with the kids, and your wife may be the one providing. Cause she probably makes more money than you, you yeah. might, or probably you have a flexible job where you work from home, so you are yeah. probably with the kids. So you never know. I'm saying don't get stuck into what's traditional or what's the norm. I want you to do and create something what's work for you. Cause if you could do that, I promise you, we we'll all be at more peace. But if you're trying to fit something that's not working for you. Ah, I'm telling you, are going to be stressed out throughout the whole time. Nah,
0: facts. Put them phone downs, people. You got to. It ain't on <laughs> what it's supposed to be. Nah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I was looking at your website, and I saw mm-hmm. that you gave therapy to a
1: three-year-old. How? A lot of play therapy. So Play therapy? Yes. Okay. Explain that. like. So with play therapy, you know, you, you of course you have to meet the kids where they're at. Actually, for mm-hmm. all my clients, you got to meet them where they're at. So, mm-hmm. of course, with a, a three-year-old, there's not much um, talking involved, but there's a lot, of, a lot of nonverbal communication being involved. So with the play therapy, they can tell what's good, they can tell what's bad, they can tell what's fun, or they can tell what's mm. not. So through that, you can communicate a lot with a kid that age.
0: Okay, so it's kind of like seeing their actions then. It goes a long way for yeah.
1: kids at that age. Yeah.
0: No, to me, I think that's with anybody because I tell people all the time, Pay attention to a person's actions; you'll never be fooled by their words. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, your actions and your words coincide. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, but lots of times it don't work like that. So I get into it with a lot of people because I'm like, man, that's not what you did. Oh yeah, that's what I said. Nah, but you did something different, Mm bro. So I'm gonna look at that. More so than I look at what you actually said to me.
1: But then again, life is not never that black and white. It's never that simple. I would say, and okay. life is all gray. That's,
0: all gray. You all, hear what he said? All gray. <laughs> there's,
1: there's, there's so many options on the table. There's so many yeah. ways to skin a cat. There's so many ways to achieve a goal. So, okay. So once you figure out what works for you, you, you pick that one. But understand, if that doesn't work, you can switch to another option. But it's never just one way or another. There's millions of ways to solve a problem.
0: No, facts, facts. Mm-hmm. See, you heard what the doctor said, right? We talking gray all day. Yeah. So, do you think bullying is a sign of a troubled kid? Because I thought, you know, I'm from New York originally. Yeah. And you got to have a tough skin. Growing up in Queens, you know, and I feel like these kids nowadays, they kind of soft. You know, he he took my lunch. Go get it back. (laughs) But maybe
1: something's wrong with me.
0: You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, do you think bullying at the end of the day is a sign of like, hey, this kid is troubled or something's going on in the home?
1: It's always something going on. Now, what what that looks like could be very different. It could be trouble in the home. It could be trouble at school. It could be trouble with themselves, how to Mm. perceive themselves or just trying to fit in. I mean, there's 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 a list of things that could be going through. But understand that when you're going through those tough times, whether it be the person that's bullying or a person that's getting bullied, mm-hmm. you know both of them need to get the help that they need. I know sometimes people just forget, just focus on the victim, right? The person's getting bullied, but not yeah. about the bully who also is going through a lot of, whether it be domestic violence, you know, yes. you know, you know, of substance abuse at the home or the gang violence. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the home that people don't know about. So it's hard to judge anybody because you don't know what's going on in people's houses these days.
0: No, that's big facts. Mm-hmm. But I guess that brings it back to the actions, right? Like. Some people will say, oh, he's a troubled kid, or he got ADHD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But not realizing maybe his daddy's not home, or maybe he saw his dad hitting on the mom. Because I feel like, you know, you your kids pay attention to your actions more so than they pay attention to what you say. Yeah. You know?
1: But that's the thing about life is that we as a society don't have the patience to get, let people share their story to get the help that they need. You know, we just mm. quickly, the action, you show me the your action, you're, if you're acting bad, then you're a bad kid. Yeah. Just like that. This is why we need so many more professionals within the field because we take the patience to really assess what's really going on. And that's just quickly judge, really assess every, everything about this person's life to realize what the hell is the problem and how can we solve this together. Yeah. Because people are going through a lot. Some people go through a lot and can overcome it. Mm-hmm. Some people go through a lot and they're struggling. Yeah, and and both sides, they still need people to check in with them, Yeah, and that's the thing I, I never want people to forget, because I always say, check on your strong friends, because yeah, your, your friend, he's he going through grief, he's overcoming it, but trust and behold when I say, he still needs someone to check in on him, no, he facts. still needs help, he needs someone to talk to, he needs someone to vent to, someone he can lean on so please check on all your loved ones, because you never know what they're going through internally and externally Facts,
0: Yo, check on your boy you heard what he said, because I had one of my homegirls tell me like, man, I, you just always look like you straight, mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah, but that don't mean I don't go through-ish. Mm-hmm. I'm just a kind of cup is half full kind of guy, okay. not half empty. You know what I mean? And you know the laws of polarity, right? If there's good, there's bad. Yeah. It just depends on how you look at it. If there's bad, there's good. I just focus on the good. doesn't mean that there's no bad happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But people will take that and say, well, hey, man, he, right, he, oh, he got that. And I think social media, once again, to bring it back to that, that plays a huge role in that. So what do you think – when people say, man, that post don't got nothing to do with me. I just posted that just for, for the hell of it. Do you think that's a true thing or do you think posts psychologically has to do with something that you believe in?
1: I would say every post that we put on social media has a benefit to it. Now, mm-hmm. What that benefit may look like, it could be very different, a lot of different people. It could be exposure, it could be you know, validity or validation, better yet, it could be as simple as it makes you money, right? So you don't know what people post and what the reason is for, but everything everything makes sense in context if you know the reason behind it. So I would say there's a no reason for every post out there.
0: Okay, okay. No, I believe so. I feel like if you posted it, you got to stand behind it for a reason. You know, I'm not gonna sit out here and post. Oh yeah, I'm pro Trump just for the clicks. If I'm posting that, that means I'm standing behind that. There's something in me that believes that, you know what I mean? Or that follows
1: through with whatever he's saying. Or you may want to see how many supporters that Trump has. I mean, like I mm. said, it's not as black or white, my brother. You so, There's a okay. lot of different ways to view things, you know? So that's why I don't put people in any box because you'd be surprised that how people, how people operate outside the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, But do you think people would say, well, nah, I just wanted to see how many
1: da-da-da-da to take away accountability from
0: what people would lash out them with? That's
1: what they say, but, you know, I doubt it. You know, there, okay. there, there's, there's a reason behind it. Or sometimes they may not even know the reasons. So, right? mm. so, so it's, like I said, sometimes we, as human beings, we, we tend to operate simplistically. Right. So we just yeah. say things like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing it for the clicks of it. Nah, you're doing it for probably validation. Now nah, you're doing it because you want to see you want to get a rise of people getting angry and frustrated. So, yeah, you, you got to it takes a lot of self-reflection to see why you do what you do.
0: OK, OK. Because then that would be to me if you're doing it for the clicks of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Clickbait.
1: I'm not going to run.
0: I've done that Okay You know My interview with Miami Tip You know I, I said a few things A certain way Because I knew Okay hey It's going to get that You know That viewership That we need Right But I feel like If you're an everyday person And you just posting, Nah
1: or you just, or you just You may find it intriguing That's another thing too If you find a post intriguing That you want to see What response You're to be You're not on one side Or another mm-hmm. You just want to get A response from it, That's another thing too Okay mm-hmm.
0: Alright well, You hear what the doctor said It might be intriguing Alright So we still got to look at What you think is intriguing so I saw you was at InvestFest, right? Yeah. And there was a post where some of the, you know, our prestige coaches. After the whole show was done, they was throwing up what it looked like to be money. I wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know if you was there at that
1: time. Uh, I can't confirm or deny. Okay. <laughs> Man it took law too. <laughs> right?
0: So it looked like they were throwing up some bread, kind of like you would do at a strip club. Do you think that speaks to something on a psychological level, like "Yo, I wish I could have really been in a strip club, but hey, this is just where I'm at now," or were they just having fun, because they got a lot of backlash on that post.
1: I think for me, when I look at that, is that this is what's relatable to our community. Unfortunately, mm, you know? okay. So this is what our community knows. Not, not necessarily this is everybody's, you know, way of seeing things, but if yeah. You, but as you say, you. When you, when you throw up the money in the, in the air, you already automatically like Yeah, I thought that at Cocos. Right. You feel me? <laughs> <yeah>. A oh, booby chat. <laughs> <trap. laughs> you feel me? So automatically, our culture already can identify that. Ah, uh, so
0: okay. So not because we're relatable. Okay, okay, okay. That man dropping bars. Okay. You know what? See, I'm getting therapy right here in real time. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it like that at first. But now I guess you looking at it from the, you know, the gray area, yeah. right? It was just relatable to us and it did what it was supposed to do in terms right. of the clicks. Yep. Damn. Mission accomplished. Okay, you got some money? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I still feel like, I don't know, me personally. Okay. It's only so far I would go to kind of get a click. Because I still feel like something in you, like, if it, to me, if, if it doesn't resonate with me, I just can't get behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't rock with that. So, like, even though, yeah, I saw what Sukiyana did in London, you know, we out here, yeah! I'm not posting that because that's not the side of her I rock with. Mm-hmm. When she was with Dr. Umar, <laughs> that's what I was more like, okay, I want her to speak more to that. I'm not judging her, it's just, that's not me. So, do you think still, you know what I mean, people should be more conscious of saying, like, hey, this is what I'm putting out, does it really stand for something that I stand for once the cameras are off? You know what? Uh, in a
1: perfect world, that sounds nice. That sounds good. <laughs> it, it, it sounds very lovely when you say it like that. You feel me? Well, over here, we're going to keep it real. Yo, yeah. things, so you have to understand, you got to do what works for you. And, okay, and, and okay. whatever works for you, you got to yeah. accept the criticism. And the backlash. But if you're okay with that and it works for you and it helps you achieve whatever Facts. goal that you're trying to achieve, by all means who am I to say you're wrong for that? Who am I to say that you're acting you know, childishly? That's not my role. That's not my place. For okay. so anybody who's taking that place in that role, you're judging. Only God could judge. You feel me? So you should not be judging for anybody. You feel me? So you gotta let people do what they do and be who okay. they want to be and just enjoy the show. So Suki wanna do what she wanna do and it's getting her clicks and it's getting her paid, gift, which yeah. it is. She's getting a lot more opportunities since she's been doing these times, but things yeah so who am i to say no no don't do that so she could lose her opportunity no i'm not gonna do that to any of my sisters or my brothers if this works for you and it's mm-hmm. working and it's working go ahead now if you do doing it's not working then pivot you gotta pivot like i did back in the day when i was in high school you feel me so you gotta do what you gotta do okay do you still play ball now oh yeah man ball is life all day my brother
0: okay okay mm-hmm. okay but how are you how are you like getting fit then how are you staying like mentally sound
1: you know, I definitely work out between four or five times a week, yeah. Um, okay. Play ball once a week as well, so that's definitely part of my self-care routine. And I also like to take long showers in the morning, man. I take about, about 30 to 45-minute long showers, you know, hot showers. It works for me. Like I said, do what works for you, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the water, the hot shower, something about that. That's what I do on my planning. That's what I do on my, you know, setting all my, my goals for the day and for the week, so – I definitely love, love hot showers.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. okay, you
1: getting your Luther on in there? <laughs> <laughs> Set the mood, the music, just in my Zen moment. You feel me?
0: Okay, so you be doing meditation and stuff? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I saw on your site that you said you 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 are getting into, or are you into more like of a holistic way?
1: I think my whole approach has been holistic with therapy. Okay. You know, with the music side, the talking side of things, you know. I think that's the best way, although I support all the things that that's out there to support other people. But I mm-hmm. think the holistic is the best approach, at least the first approach most people should take. Yeah. And then leading to other methods, whatever suits for them, you know.
0: Okay. So are you more like on the Dr. Sebi- you know, take.
1: <laughs> that's not my thing. I'm, I'm gonna let them have
0: it. Real? Okay, so you're not a vegan. You still eat meat and oh, stuff
1: I, like that. I'm I Haitian, man. I gotta eat, my brother. Nah, okay. not, this is. I mean, this is not just vegan right here. Okay, gotta, that's not just a uh, broccoli. Nah, nah, my brother I gotta eat. Okay,
0: man. okay, okay. <laughs> so see,
1: <that>. she <laughs> uh, put me on a diet.
0: I don't know because you know you be seeing some of these dudes. You know you got brothers like Yaki. They kind of swole or 19 keys. Yeah. You know, and they're like. Vegans And they're still saying, yo, we swole, we out here. So I was just figuring, you know, because I'm trying to get the gut down. So I'm just trying to figure out what's the best way to go about that.
1: Let me say this. As you can see from basically what they're saying, it could be done. Yeah. That's not for me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. It's not for me. and That's okay. Yeah, you know yeah,
0: yeah. You I mean? said, man, I'm about to bust up that leg. You, you, him, get that
1: you know, tear it up. Yeah, bro. That curry goat, I ain't even going to front. You go it go, it go nice now. I'm yeah. I'll be like, order that when I leave here. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And next week is Thanksgiving? Well, I'm going to gain 10 pounds if I lose it. Next few days, five pounds. Nah, know.
0: facts. <laughs> Yo, so, okay, so seeing that you be all in the circles, right? Yeah. All in the rooms. Mm-hmm. How do you pick who to keep around you in terms of like friendships or do you have, you
1: know, do you start it with your people in the gym? You know, that's a very good question because I will say you got to keep your circles small because even mm. though, and I, I, when I see people that five, ten, fifteen 5, 10, 15 people in their circle. The like, whole entourage. Oh, well, you just, you're just just asking for trouble. Because in that entourage, listen, they crucified Jesus. And if you know the Bible, I ain't going to go do too much in the Bible. But, you know, it was a circle that went after yeah. that, man. So I understand, if they did that to Jesus, my brother, they're going to do it to you too. Easily in a second. They're just looking for the opportunity to take you down. Yeah. So I would say, you know, keep your circle small. I would say two to three, your circle. You put your just Two to three. Two to three. You know, you don't need no more than that. You know, but you could be cordial. You could have friends, or, mm-hmm. you know, or associates—how people like to call it. But in that circle where you can lean on people, trust people with everything and, and anything, yeah, you want to keep it as small as possible because at the end of the day, not everybody wants the best for you. But no, that's you're Literally waiting for the opportunity to take you down. So, you, nah, big so once you look at life that way, it, it puts you—it I mean, allows you to move in a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Some people move as if they're untouchable. You're not. It be your own people, your own family member could take you down to it Just You got to keep your eye open. But while I keep your eye open, understand that the people that you trust, give them an opportunity to trust them and allow them to trust you as well. But understand that they can disappoint you. Yeah. They can hurt you. Maybe intentionally or unintentionally, but mm-hmm. you can be disappointed by the people that love you so much. So yeah. just be ready for anything because that's how life is. Like I said, life is not black and white. To say black and white would be like saying, okay, because he's my friend, you can't hurt me. That's black and white thinking. You can, I would never think yeah. that way. yeah. Great areas to understand that anybody can do anything at, at anybody at any given time.
0: Anything is possible.
1: Anything is possible. Nah,
0: facts. So did you have to kind of, like, leave some people behind and replace with some new ones oh. based upon where you were going?
1: No, oh, I left people behind and they stayed behind. I, sometimes you don't have to replace nothing. You know, you just you, you cut them off and that's it because you need to. I realize if you, for you to go to where you're trying to go to, now mm. everybody could go come on this ride. Mm. You have to let people go and it's okay. Yeah. You know. Because you know, it, it's not for everybody, your blessings yeah. ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, what I hate, what I see is that people are trying to carry the whole squad, the whole team, the whole you know, um, the crew.
0: Yeah, do it MC Hammer style. Yeah, nah. everybody coming. Yeah, yo, yeah. yo, get him, the dad, the champagne, get the room.
1: Yeah, or the ace, uh, not boys in the hood, but you know, everybody eat B. You no, know. yeah, uh, everybody you know. eats B. Everybody eat B. <laughs> nah, man, everybody can't eat with you. Okay, everybody can eat, but not with you.
0: Okay, I like that. Everybody can eat, but not with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So what do you think about friends that would say they're friends, but they come around with the so-called, man, that was a joke. Man, I see you shining, dog. <laughs> you ain't about to be the only one, though. So what do you think about that? Do you think that's just old-time friendship rhetoric, or that's really internal, like,
1: hate, like that's somebody to replace? I would say I get my eye on you. I'm watching you. And I'm watching moving forward, so I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut you off. I'm just gonna just know I'm watching you. I'm okay. watching you very closely with a fine eye. So move correctly, or I, I gotta cut you off.
0: So you don't look at those jokes as like okay. old time homies. Like man, it's me, man.
1: No, not, I know you like that. Not at all. Especially being in the space I'm in, mental health therapy. Listen, I yeah. look like at life very differently, man. Because I mean I'm in the trenches, so I understand what life looks like. We on ground. You feel me? So people think about oh, I have a certain. Um, standard, how this is this is right, this is wrong. There's no mm-hmm. right or wrong in life. Mm-hmm. It's all about what's right in that moment. Mm. You feel me? So things are changed. I say you have to operate in the gray area because when you start looking at life that way, it operates on all gray. You start mm-hmm. realizing that anything can happen. Yeah. The moment you can be at the top of the world, the next minute you can be at, at the bottom. No, That's facts. how life works. Yeah. It's crazy where we're living, but you have to. And once you understand it, life becomes so much easier.
0: Yeah. No, nah, you're right, man. I ain't going to front. It's been tough even being in the podcast space. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think, you know, certain people are actually really trying to be friends with you. Yeah. But really, they just wanted to see what you was doing <laughs> and what they could do better and go off and do the same thing that you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like you could have just asked me. Because <laughs> I feel like I could give you the whole sauce. That don't necessarily mean you're going to go and do it. Yeah. You could have just asked. Not try to say you my homie and yo, bro, I see what you're doing, man. Yo, dog. No. And then I'm like, damn, man. What huh?
1: Listen, we're the only culture that to, to go up, we got to take someone down. We're the only culture that does that. Where do you think that comes from, though? Oh, man. I mean, of course, slavery, man. We've been groomed and conditioned to do that. You know, when the mm-hmm. white man removed the male from the household and the people are fighting to, for leftovers and crumbs just to, you know, get to the master's good side. Mm-hmm. That's where it all comes from. And it, like I said, we're not too far removed from segregation. And I talk to people all the time, it's what, looking like, what, 60 years, 70 years? My math sucks, but 80, I mean, not uh, less than 100 years. Yeah, yeah, me? yeah. So you feel me? So when you look at that, and of course you have grandparents and grandkids still going through that process, still been taught those ways, we're still going through it. So for us, facts, facts. we got to change the way we see things, change, understand that that was the past, but for us to move in the future, we got to change our perspective on life because life has to change. We're in the new day, we're in a new age, so we got to look at life very differently to, uh, for us to be successful.
0: Nah, facts. Because, you know, you have some people that
1: say, man, take accountability. That slavery stuff, that was back then. We right now. I would say do both. You know, Be okay. mindful about the past. But yeah. understand that you can't blame the present only on the past because you have to be mindful. About, you have the power to change some of these things. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. But you got to be mindful that, listen, sometimes I can't. I, you know, when you get pulled over by a cop, I got to be extra. I got to put the window down, put my hands on the wheel just just because, you know. I got to be make sure I stay alive to see the next day. No, facts, but facts. I, I got homeboys, but no, nah, man, they wrong. I got, I got to show them. What, I got to curse them out. Nah, brother. And then now you wear the RIP, RIP on the shirt, man, the yeah. next day. So, you know, you got to be mindful of these things. Well, we could be the change. And this is why being in the position I am, like being a doctor, understand that. I'm one of one, but understand, it's not. I can't do it by myself. No, facts. It takes a village, it takes a crew, it takes all of us who are in, the, in these high spaces and, and platforms to talk about what's right, what's wrong, what's mm-hmm. you know, and just make that change for us, man. We could do it. We have enough people in these different fields to make the change if we came together. The problem is we have not come together as of yet. We are yeah. going against each other. We are pulling each other down. we trying to fight towards each other. So do like the Jewish community, listen, when you talk to the Jewish community, you can't fuck with them. No, you cannot. Facts. You do anything to just commit, You honestly, you getting canceled. Yeah, you getting. <laughs> you know, xed out all in, the way. In a second. Yeah. But when you talk about us, you get you may get some negativity on, on social media, but that's about it. He alright with me though. Yeah, that's about it. So yeah. We, so we gotta support each other. We gotta be there for each other, so we could be the which I believe is the best culture out of all cultures out there if we came together.
0: No facts. Mm-hmm. So, speaking about that, do you? focus more on
1: our community, or
0: are you kind of an all-for-one, one-for-all? Man, all I, I'm,
1: so I'm pro-black, my brother, you know, so. Okay, that yeah. man said, yo, pro-black, <laughs> all But I do serve all communities, so okay. let me make that clear. <laughs> so, we ain't going to get me in trouble, hell, but no, I do serve Put all communities. Put the community. disclaimer but, right there. Nah.
0: No, but I agree with you, because me and my dad go back and forth about this all the time, and I'm like, yo, dad, not all blondes are bad, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's true. You're right. So at the end of the day, I look at it like, okay, he's a human being. Where are you right now in your mental space? Mm-hmm. Because when I was trying to get into the real estate game, some of the, my people, I was ready to leave work ASAP. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to let you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I reached out to a group on Bigger Pockets, Bob helped me out ASAP. That's true. You see know what I'm saying? Got my credit right. And I'm not shunning us. I'm just saying sometimes they be more inclined to help you
1: than us well they have the resources you know okay yeah, sometimes they had the more resources than do than we do and that's why mm-hmm. i say you got you got to be able to broaden your horizon you can't just stick to one culture or a, side of, a no, some, certain type of people facts. because you can learn something for anybody if you get yeah. them the opportunity mm-hmm. so if you're trying to grow you're trying to mature you're trying to expand yourself and your wealth as well you need to put yourself in all types of circles and the next thing you facts, know, you'll be a millionaire in a second. If you just yeah. open yourself up to new possibilities. Not
0: nah, facts. And I be seeing you, bro. You be, yo, bro, I be watching your page. You no. be in all the different color suits. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to get my suit <laughs> game up on the reels. Like, okay, we wear the same blazer. Oh, man. But, it, brother, let me ask you this question, sure. right? Sure, what's up? Sorry, I mean to cut you. In therapy, right, because I know that's still your realm that you're in. It is. Do you think flooding, right, is a beneficial tool when it comes to dealing with a client
1: when you say flooding explain that from your standpoint
0: so to me i always looked at it like flooding is when you're hitting a person with too much of truth right when i researched it it was a tactic that they used on people that came from the military Mm. so they would be hitting them with too much reality too much reality so i realized like damn that's why this mug do not want to come around me because I was probably talking too much truth, too much truth. But it's a psychological term. Have you ever used that
1: method? or I, is that? I have not, but I would say okay. this. You know, everybody is different. You know, okay. I, I would use this analogy for like parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you hear, particularly in our community, tough love. Mm. Tough love could work for this child and not work for this child. Mm. And you have to be able to pivot for this child to make sure that he's successful within your household. Okay. So you can't use one way to do things. So If you see that you're telling the truth or you're flooding them with all types of you know, exposure about what's going on, what's real, what's not, yeah. and, and this person's taking it, by all means, continue. But if you say this was can't handle it, then I would say pivot, change it out so they can receive the information that you're trying to teach them. Because if you yeah. care about that person, you would do what's best for that to maintain a relationship. Now, if you don't care, then so be it. Be you and continue being you. And then If, yeah. they, if they like it, cool, they don't, they don't, oh, well. Oh, well. But if you care about them, you deserve to change your approach so you can maintain that relationship.
0: Okay. So how you approach the situation definitely matters. It does. Okay. So I got to switch up there. My bad, y'all. Uh,
1: That's damn. if you care, right? Yeah. Now, you we don't <laughs> yeah. care about everybody because I damn sure don't care about everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah, be yeah. me. I got to be. But if I yeah. care about somebody, I, I yeah. got to switch it up.
0: No, facts. I wasn't aware. I was just like, man, you running from the truth. Keep it real. The facts are there. You know, I don't know if that's me being a Capricorn. You know, I mean, you should have been a lawyer. I'm like, nah, here it go right here. But I, when I did my due diligence and I was researching, I was like, oh, I was flooding them.
1: But, you know, the truth is very subjective. Okay. So, you know, your truth ain't my truth. and My truth ain't your truth. Mm. So that's why you got to look at life, very, once again, very differently, right? Okay. Because your reality is not my reality, you feel me? You see things very differently, and I got to respect it. Just as well, I want you to respect the way I see things, too. Okay. So I got to get
0: some therapy, y'all. We're going to book a session because, you know, I would be, I'd
1: be trying to get people into my reality.
0: You know what I'm saying? But you're you 100% right on that. I think everybody's living their own movie. Yeah. And if you want to play a part in my movie, it's cool, but if it's not meshing, then you got to do your scene over there. Yeah. And, you know, I I could just love you from a distance,
1: right? Because why would I let you be the executive producer of my movie? Mm, facts, facts Okay, yeah Yeah, I like that What's your sign? I'm a Taurus
0: Oh, okay Malcolm X in the building <laughs> Okay, okay The leader I see it there in your aura yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man.
1: And also staying, staying grounded too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, mm-hmm. facts, facts, facts. So what's next for you, man? You gonna be in a movie coming up? Oh. You about to hit the runway?
1: No, oh, man. All of the above, man. You know, do a little bit of filming. Do you know podcasts and you know, of course all the major platforms. You already know ne- early next year, you're gonna, of course, you're gonna see me on on all those platforms. Whether it be Grammys, BT awards, nah, facts, man, VMA. I mean, this just go on and on. Hold man. on, you
0: about to start your own podcast?
1: Oh man, no, no, I ain't gonna do that. That's oh okay, that's a but, lot of work, man. Hey, hey I'm, gonna to I'm gonna let you have him. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna let you have him.
0: man, we. Probably partner up.
1: Just invite me on this one. It's all you right there, man. Nah, facts back.
0: Man, let everybody know where they can find you at.
1: So, once again, my name is Dr. Jeff Rocker. You can find me on, on IG at Ask Jeff or, or, or even my website, AskJeffRocker.com.
0: Okay, brother, yo, this was dope to have you on. Man. All day, my brother.
1: Yeah, man, facts.
0: Yo, y'all already know what it is. It's Mr. Williams with the I Talk Great Podcast. You like everything you've been seeing. You like this content. Go ahead and click the button below. Subscribe. Share a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Sorry. Well, you can share it with your friends, right? And we out of here. Yeah. Cheers.